Ladies and gentlemen, I'm full of optimism. Einstein's theory of relativity. And we're still seeing it quite well through that haze. E equals MC. That all men are created equal. About the future innovation. And growing strength in the air. This is Finding Your Frequency with your hosts, Jeff Spinard and Ryan Treasure. It's time to speak up, share your voice, and hear from the thought leaders. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another fantastic episode of Finding Your Frequency. I am your host, Ryan Treasure, and we got a great show for you guys today. So many times do we sit on the show and we hear entrepreneurs talk about all of their successes and failures and, you know, some of the the things that they do that make them tick, why they decided to walk away from their, you know, high-end executive uh, salaried pay structure to go start a new business or write a book or decide to be a, a motivational speaker. And, you know, that's what it's all about here on Finding Your Frequency. It's about the journey. It's about that why. Um you know, I don't come here every day just to make a paycheck. That's not what I do. Um, I come here and the byproduct is a paycheck, right? Because if you're doing what you love, you're truly not working. Uh, and so we're going to talk a little bit about some of the factors of entrepreneurism today and how that relates to hypnosis, uh, because I think a lot of people have a misconception of hypnosis and think that it's all, you know, let me get some guy to bark like a dog or quack like a duck or, you know, let's uh, go get uh, weight loss hypnosis or uh, stop smoking cigarettes hypnosis or uh, maybe even using hypnosis for uh, addiction treatment could also be a possibility of, of the way hypnosis is kind of used. But today we're going to put a little different spin on that and we're going to talk about how that uh, works in the area of entrepreneurism and as well as business and you know how people can kind of just unlock their mind and and let it go free because i think uh a lot of people may not know but you only use a very small percentage of your brain on a daily basis there's a lot under the covers that you got to tap into that subconscious realm of self-actualization so you can really leverage the mind. And we're going to talk about that today with our fantastic guest, Erica Flint, who's an award-winning hypnosist, three times best-selling author, speaker on hypnosis and self-actualized mind, and the co-host of the popular podcast series, Hypnosis, etc. She's the founder of Cascade Hypnosis Center for Training and Service in Washington. Welcome to the show, Erica. Hey, Ryan. Great to be here. Thank you so much for having me for that great introduction. Yes, we're so glad to, glad to have you on. You know, we try to cover a bunch of different topics on finding your frequency. I was telling you earlier, I did an interview uh, just about an hour ago that was all about relationships. And, you know, you wouldn't you wouldn't really think that, uh, you know, relationships is like a huge business topic, but it really is, you know, because how you manage your you know, your your home life and how you manage some of the things that you're doing outside of work are a direct correlation and reflection of how you're able to do things in your professional life as well. And maintaining healthy relationships for uh, you and your family, but also maintaining a healthy relationship with yourself, 
right? It was super important. That was some, some of the stuff that we talked about. So if you guys missed that episode, go back and check it out. It aired uh, last week. So we definitely want you guys to go check it out. But Erica, let's, let's, let's talk about you. Let's, let's talk about, uh, you know, I think the, the most important thing is, you know, how did you find your frequency in life and in business? And, you know, what made you decide one moment to be like, ah, I'm going to do hypnosis, right? Because I don't think, I don't think, uh, you know, my daughter's six. Never once has she said, Dad, I want to be a hypnotist. You know, it's more like, Dad, I want to be in the Air Force. I want to I want to be a surgeon. I want to be a chef, right? All of these pretty normal jobs. I've never heard her come out with that. So there had to have been a time where you was like, you know, maybe on a different career path. And I went, ooh, hypnosis. Tell us about that, Erica. Totally. You've got it. And I think we have some work to do as hypnotists because I'll tell you something, Ryan. I think that hypnosis the mind, the human mind is the final frontier. So no matter what you have heard on Star Trek, I think hypnotists are the astronauts of the mind. So tell your daughter that if she wants to be an astronaut of the mind, (laughs) and if she wants to go and explore consciousness and explore what does it mean to be alive as a human on planet Earth in the year 2020, being a hypnotist is a really good job for her if that's what she wants to do. Um, Because that's that's what hypnotists do. We get to explore consciousness. And as you said earlier in your very well said opening, uh, 95% of everything that we do, 95% of our behavior, this is what we know now, this is what behavioral researchers and neuroscientists are telling us now, 95% of our behavior is subconscious or unconscious, which means, all it means is that it's not in your conscious awareness. If you thought about, like, if I asked you a question in regards to this element, you might be aware of it, but you might not. And so my um, trip to becoming a hypnotist and finding my frequency, I could look back um, over the course of my life and tell you all the pieces. So part of it is being a really good problem solver. Part of it is having a really big heart and wanting to help people. Part of it is about rhythm and music. And so in my career as a software engineer, I've been in software engineering industry, software developer for about uh, for about 12 years. And I became really unhappy. So I was unfulfilled. My heart was not full and I wasn't happy. Um, I uh, ended up going, (laughs) I had an addiction is what happened. So I started uh, drinking alcohol and that became a problem. You know, sometimes some of our greatest assets come out of great suffering. So that's how I found hypnosis. I was miserable. I woke (laughs) up in an emergency room and realized I needed to change my life because I was really unhappy. I went out, I was seeking, and everything in my life brought me to a moment where I was, hypnosis is about giving people the ability to reprogram how they think and feel. And so in one moment i understood what hypnosis really was as a software engineer and programmer i realized why do i want to spend my time programming these computers when i can help people reprogram how they think and feel and so it included problem solving programming pattern matching modularization systematic approaches to thinking behaviors and it all came together with hypnosis so that's how I found my frequency. You know, I really like how you put the the whole, you know, astronaut of the mind and 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 
you know, navigating the subconscious. I, I can't remember the name of this movie, but it was like they shrunk down into this little tiny thing and then they got injected into the body and then they were like swimming around, like, you know, checking out all the different, do you know what movie I'm talking about? I know exactly yes. what you're talking about. So it's, it's like, with, that's like what uh, you do with the brain, you know, you, you go in there and you, you, you get to throw some tweaks in there and the little thing. And the next thing you know, you've reprogrammed the mind for some success. Right. Well, and the first thing that you would do, if we all shrunk down and you were able to go into the brain, the first thing we do is a cleanup. Because I'm telling you, Ryan, inside of our brains is a bunch of BS. And we're all aware of this BS and we try and get rid of it on a regular basis when we are faced with such BS. Yeah. But a lot of times we aren't aware of our own things that we believe that are full of it. Right. So, that would be the first thing that you and I, Ryan, if we got shrunk down, inner space, that's what it's called. Inner space, movie, right? thank you. Inner yes. space. Yes. Inner space. So you and I, we would shrink down into these little machines and we'd go into the brain and we do, it's kind of like antiviral, right? Yep. Like for your computer, we're going to get rid of tons of bad data. And guess what <laughs> the clients will feel? There will be not very much stress. Stress is a fog in the brain. Imagine if you hadn't cleaned your house in 20 years, what would it be like? Gross. That's what goes on in it would be brain. gross. That's what it would be. <laughs> well, think about like, but this is what happens in our minds because what happens is we have stress and we have um, limiting beliefs and we have things, untruths, all of these things kind of floating around in there. And it, it's garbage. It really is. It, it's, it's things and thoughts that we don't want to complete and things we don't want to be thinking about anymore. It's rumination. It's thinking over and over and over. It's all of that type of stuff. That's what we'd get rid of first. Yeah, no, I like I like the way that you put that too because I, I you know, being a software programmer, uh, you you understand this. Um, I I manage our whole infrastructure in that space here at Voice America, and you know, to be able to go in and take the bad data out is like one of the first things that we do when we start a project, right? It's like, all right, right. what what do we have that's good and what do we have that's bad, um, you know, and we know what the end result that we want, but before we can get there, we need to clean everything up, right? So then you're writing queries for MySQL, you know, server or yep. Microsoft database. But if you don't whatever, do that yeah. first, mm -hmm. right? If you don't clean up the bad data first, then what you're doing is you're working with some stuff that's good and some stuff that's rotten, right? Yeah. So now it's like you almost have to clean it up first. And I'm, I'm really glad that you brought up this analogy because it's what we need to do in our hearts and minds too, right? Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in. We're talking with Erica Flint. We're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back right after these messages. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Hey, everybody. I wanted to tell you about this great shaving product that I've been using lately. Not only is it awesome, it will save you money. Enough to buy 26 cups of coffee in New York City or three deep dish pizza dinners in Chicago. Harry's is an awesome product. It delivers high quality razor blades as low as $2 each, a fraction of the price of leading brands and saving you hundreds of dollars at the same time. I really like the way that Harry's works. It has a very close shave. It's got a great design for the handle and also the scent of the shave gel is fantastic and it leaves your skin nice and smooth. You can get a trial set delivered to your doorstep by going to harrys.com forward slash frequency. 
quality, durable blades at a fair price, just two bucks a blade. They've cut out middlemen manufacturing blades in their German blade factory that's been honing precision blades for a century. I'm telling you, I use this product and it is absolutely amazing. Harry's has all your grooming needs covered in just one stop. You can get blades, hair care, shower products, all on harrys.com. And just like their blades, Harry is committed to providing premium products without breaking the bank. Again, visit harrys.com forward slash frequency. I want to make sure that everybody gets the chance to go check it out. You can feel better too about the purchase because 1% of their proceeds are set aside for nonprofit organizations developed to helping provide access to better mental health care for men and veterans. How could you not get behind the veterans? So important nowadays. Listeners of the show can redeem their Harry's trial set at harrys.com forward slash frequency. You'll get a weighted ergonomic handle for a firm grip, five blade razor with a lubricating strip and a trimmer blade. I use it every day. Rich lathering shave gel with aloe to keep your skin hydrated. And I'm telling you, when you get done shaving, your face will feel so smooth. It's amazing. You even get a travel blade cover to keep your razors dry and easy to grab on the go. So make sure you go to harrys.com dot com forward slash frequency to start shaving and saving today. You're tuned into Finding Your Frequency with hosts Jeff Spinard and Ryan Treasure. Connect with the show. Call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. People as they as they live their lives, you know, I'm, I'm I'm almost 40 years old, and you know, there's been a lot of stuff in my life that I've dealt with from you know, like whether it be the death of a family member or you know uh, some good or bad experiences, some things that you know you you think about and it takes you to a dark place or to somewhere where you know you you, you don't really want to be there. Um, how does hypnosis help with? You know, I'm, I I wouldn't say t- I would ever want to suppress that information because it's part of who I am. But mm-hmm. at some certain stages, it's like, why is this popping up now? <laughs> you know, why 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 am why is my brain deciding to throw this at me now? You know, and you talk about the subconscious. Um, like, have you ever had one of those moments where you're driving down the road and then you and, and you just realize, wait a minute, I don't remember the last two miles. Like literally your body's on autopilot and as that that's an example of your subconscious brain managing your current activities, correct? Yes, that's a very common example and it's a totally safe and normal and natural thing. So let me, um, like, do you remember, Ryan, when you first started to drive a car? Do you remember learning to drive a car? Yes, I do. Kind of a lot of stuff to remember, right? I, I learned on a stick shift. How about you? <laughs> I'm going to give you the funniest story ever. So my father had passed away and when my father passed away, he left me $1,500, right? And I was at the age where um, I was 15 when he passed away and I started working at Arby's and I was like trying to save up some money. And so my mom, I didn't know about this $1,500 by the way until later. My mom said, you save up some money and whatever you save up, I'll help to match that so you can buy a car. I said, that's cool. So I saved up $2,000. Mm-hmm. And my mom was like, oh, I don't have 2000. I have this 1500 that your dad left you. So I'll give you that. That'll give you $3,500. You can go buy a car. So I had been driving this old 1976 Chevrolet panel van that my grandfather used to transport horse vitamins back and forth um, from all over the place uh, as his job. Right. And so I'm like, I can't. are you serious? Horse vitamins? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. This is awesome. And yeah. what was the name of that car again? Um, the uh, the horse vitamins. 
<laughs> the car that he was driving. Oh, it was a 1976 Chevrolet van with no windows. It was like a panel van. Um, <laughs> and so I had been driving right. that around. Uh, and, you know, when you're 16 years old, it's probably not the coolest thing to be driving around a van. It's really, really detrimental to your dating life, too. You know, you pull up at, you know, your date's house in a van and the dad goes, yeah, no, you're not going with that guy. Uh, <laughs> and I would agree with that. Yeah. Yes. So are you going to let your six-year-old daughter, when she's old enough, date a guy in a van? Uh, yeah, probably not. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm like, oh, I can go get a car. I saved up enough money. I found this 1988 Honda Prelude. I was all excited. Um, you know, I... I I knew how to drive a stick a little bit because my father had this 1970 Ford uh, that he used to work on in the driveway all the time that was a three-speed on the tree, right? So you had to shift the column was the shifter instead of it being uh, down on the floor, oh, okay, right? Okay. Really hard to drive. Like the clutches are super heavy, right? And so I had never driven a car that had a, a hydraulic clutch before like this a 88 Honda Prelude. And my mom takes me, I look out the car, it's all great. I give the lady the money for the car and my mom goes, see you at home. And just left. And I just thought to myself, how am I going to get home? I, oh, wait a minute. I've never driven a five-speed stick shift before. I've driven my dad's big old truck. And I got, I got in that car and I was like, well, I guess we're going to figure it out. And I get in that car. And by the time I got home and I was in Mesa, which is about 30 miles right from where I lived in Phoenix. And I had to take a freeway. Never been on the freeway with a stick shift car. And that was how I learned how to drive a stick shift. I just literally got in the car and in about four miles of trial and error of trying to drive the car, um, I figured it out. And then I drove the car home and I asked my mom, I'm like, you left really quick when we were there. And she's like, yeah, I knew you weren't going to know how to drive the car. And then I knew you, you needed to just figure it out on your own. So that was, that was, that was how I first got a five speed stick shift car. And now I make jokes about stick shift cars. And I'm like, this is the, the millennial anti-theft device. <laughs> yeah, good point. That's not a terrible idea. Um, yeah. So she um, threw you into the fire. So she did. It's like think or swim, man. And mm -hmm. you know what? You probably learned faster. I uh, learned in 30 miles. It was By the time I got home, it was, it was good. Yeah. That's cool. That's good. Yeah. Funny story. Yeah. <laughs> so my first car was a Datsun B210. And I remember driving it in the high school parking lot. That's where I learned to drive. And, you know, there's the clutch and the accelerator, the brake. There's the turn signals. The windshield wipers here are very important in the Pacific Northwest. And so learning to drive is quite an ordeal. As a matter of fact, you really do have to be paying attention. So over the course <laughs> of you learning to drive, at first it takes a lot of our attention. And so, you know, maybe you're not listening to the radio or that type of a thing. Um, over time, you become more and more familiar with it. And so, yes, some of the information is starts off consciously. So it's in your mind, you're holding it in the moment. It's your point of focus. That's what we call our conscious mind is your point of focus, wherever you're pointing your attention as kind of like a flashlight, wherever you're pointing the flashlight, that's where your conscious mind is at. And so um, that's where the information is when you're learning to drive the car, because it's fresh and it's new. And over time, that information moves into your subconscious into habits, right? So then it becomes habitual. And now you don't need to think about it anymore. So you're driving along, you know how to steer the car and your feet are accustomed to being near the brake if it needs to or accelerator that type of a thing. So it's perfectly safe to do this, what you just experienced. However, what some people don't realize is that their ability uh, to enter into a trance state, like most people aren't taking advantage of it, 
right? Because there are so many amazing things that people can do. And as you mentioned earlier, a lot of people only think that hypnosis is good for barking like a dog, losing weight and stopping smoking. But I help people sleep better. I help entrepreneurs grow their business. I help people stop drinking. You know, um, hypnotists that work for me help kids, um, teenagers. They're helping people uh, start businesses, get clarity. They're helping people get rid of chronic pain. And so hypnosis can really be used for almost anything. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in. We're talking with Erica Flint. We're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back right after these messages. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Are you having trouble finding hand sanitizer? Well, Spa Treat has you covered. There's no need to go searching high and low. Just visit SpaTreatOfficial.com and place your order on their easy-to-use website. On schedule delivery. One of the great things about this product, Spa Treat Fulfillment Team is working around the clock to provide people hand sanitizer during this time of need and get your order to you as quickly as possible, even faster than Amazon. Spa Treat also has the lowest price of any of its competitors. Spa Treat has 62% alcohol content and the FDA recommends between 60 to 80 for maximum protection. This one has 62 because it doesn't dry your hands out. I use this stuff every single day. It is fantastic. It's got certified organic extracts with the ingredients in that hand sanitizer that are of the highest quality and they're designed to leave your hands smelling and feeling fresh while protecting you at the same time. The best part, there's no tricky residue left over. None. None of that sticky stuff. Four scents available, unscented, tea tree, lavender, and lemon. And best of all, this product right here is made in the good old United States of America. A lot of companies are having trouble dealing with the current demands, so Spa Treat has dedicated themselves to providing a much-needed product in the time of crisis. Spa Treat has better prices, faster shipping, and a larger supply than any of their competition. There isn't even a close second. Visit SpaTreatOfficial.com and enter promo code SPA SPA at checkout to receive 5% off your entire order. That's right. Not only are they offering the lowest price available, but they're also offering our listeners a discount. This promo code is exclusive to Voice America and only our listeners get this discount. SpaTree and Voice America came together on this sponsorship in order to provide Americans something they could really need right now. Peace of mind. Visit SpaTreatOfficial.com and order yours today. That's SpaTreatOfficial.com and make sure you use the promo code SPA at checkout to receive 5% off your entire order. SpaTreatOfficial.com. Get your awesome hand sanitizer. You're tuned into Finding Your Frequency with hosts Jeff Spinard and Ryan Treasure. Connect with the show. Call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. I co-produce a show called uh, Brain Power uh, that's on our network. This lovely Dr. Mellon has come up with some cool tools for emotional brain training, right? And I can only think about yeah, you know, the, the things that she does and how much more powerful emotional brain training could be leveraging it with hypnosis because... You know, like I tell my daughter all the time, you know, something that she's she's learning as a six year old. I'm like, do not let your emotions dictate your actions. Right. And, you know, and, and so this is where emotional brain training comes in. And it's like you've got to be able to to train your mind to not, you know, it's OK to be emotional. I mean, we're all emotional beings. That's that's, that's what we are as human beings. We all have emotions. But, 
you know, you you got to be able to have emotions and manage those emotions to still be able to move forward and do the things that you need to do as a human being. And if you allow your emotions to get in the way and and dictate your actions, and now you're you're not you're not making forward progress. So, how do you guys help people with with those types of scenarios where they're you know maybe super emotional and and really needing that emotional reconfiguration so they can get back to focusing on tasks at hand and not so much. Uh, inwardly paying attention to their emotions so much? Well, paying attention to emotions is a good thing in general. Uh, What most people experience, however, is that they have not had success paying attention to negative feelings. So this is why most people, oh, I'm angry, I'm going to leave the room, or or, I'm sad, I'm going to go eat ice cream, Mm -hmm. or oh, I'm stressed, I'm going to go smoke a cigarette. And so in the past, most people have not had a lot of success with having an emotion and, and having that emotion help them. But really, emotions are designed to motivate us to take action. So it's more information coming from our subconscious mind. It's not necessarily in words, although it can be in words, feeling in the body, and sometimes some level of negative self-talk, right? And so for clients who feel like they're stuck and who want help with things like that, like overcoming some of these these thoughts um, and experiences in the moment, this is what happens. They feel overwhelmed. So in a moment, in a, in a standard day, all of our clients have intentions of acting appropriately, meaning not being too upset, not yelling, not um, reaching for the cigarette or the food or the drink or whatever it is. Most people wake up in the morning with intention of not doing that, right? Today's going to be the day that I don't smoke. Today's going to be the day that I don't drink. But then something happens during the day, right? They become overwhelmed, they get too upset, they get too angry, their ex calls them, their kid calls them. So in a moment, they become overwhelmed. And in that moment of overwhelm, they reach for the sugar, they reach for the alcohol, they get in their car and they leave or whatever it is. And so they feel out of control. And it's that level of being out of control that is actually ruining their life, right? Because if they are drinking too much or they are smoking too much, um, it's causing health problems, it's causing all of these other issues in their life. So. The point is, if our clients can remain in control and aren't reaching for those coping strategies, and we help them with a healthy coping strategy, because life is going to be stressful one way or the other, um, they can remain in control in that moment, and they're not going to reach for the food. They will not reach for the cigarette. They will not reach for the um, for the Twinkie or the burger, and they'll be able to fall asleep at night and stay asleep, because... Um, what we're going after is this internal discomfort and stress. And for most of our clients, it's been there most of their life. A lot of clients have trauma that they've experienced that they have not worked through. Yeah, no, and that's a, that's a, that's a really big point. And I think that, um, you know, you hit the nail on the head that, you know, those, those emotions do trigger actions. Um, but I get my, my point was just making sure that you don't allow the emotion to dictate a negative action, right? rather than mm-hmm. rather than a positive action you know i always use my daughter as an example you know i'll say something or like hey uh go brush your teeth you know and she goes eh, stomps and gets down and i'm like whoa whoa why are you upset and oh I'm like, are you upset because i asked you to brush your teeth and she's like yeah i don't want to and i'm like okay well if you want your teeth to fall out of your head then don't brush your teeth then if you want to keep your teeth and have them nice then brush your teeth and i'm like it's factually logical right and then she goes mm-hmm. Wait, I think I do want to keep my teeth. 
you know, and then, and then now we've, we, we've got away from this, eh, right? Right. <laughs> and kind well, of just, and I think that that's a good point because yeah. most people want choice. They want to choose, mm-hmm. right? And so, you know, anytime I, I want or need you to do this, what, you know, what do you want to do? Now she's made the decision and she gets to feel good about it. Oh, especially with a six-year-old, I'm telling you, it's like the... The, we're we're constantly like having a battle of the brains at, at the house with the six year old, you know, and we're trying to teach her responsibility, social responsibility, right? Like cleaning up after yourself and doing your dishes and those types of things. And I'm like, okay, let's, uh, it's time to go do the dishes. I don't want to do the dishes. And then, I, and then I immediately go back to the choice thing. Okay. You have dishes and laundry that you need to work on. So which one of those would you like to do? Right. Mm-hmm. And then she usually chooses one or the other. And then at that point, then we get down to there's only one left. So now you don't have a choice. <laughs> it still has to get done. <laughs> but that's when mom and dad will like help her, you know, we'll like do it with her, you know, so she doesn't feel like she's doing it alone. <laughs> and that's part of the problem for a lot of people. Um, so what I see with a lot of folks who want to lose weight is that they're really bored more than a lot of things. Um, and people need companionship. They need um they need to feel close to people, right? Yeah. So if you're willing to do the chore with your daughter, then it's not even a chore. Um, now it's fun. It's fun folding warm clothes. It's, you know, whatever you want to call it. Let's get soapy in the kitchen and get our hands warm and clean the dishes. <laughs> oh, we totally do that together too. I'll be like, all right, all right, here's how we're going to do this. It's a game, okay? You're going to be the soaper, right? And I'll be the rinser. Right. You know, and then she, go get your stool and she gets up there and she gets to scrub all the dishes and make all the bubbles and then hand the dishes to dad and dad rinses them and puts them in the rack, you know, because I'm like, I, I'm the type of person like if there's dishes to do, like, yes, I have a dishwasher, but I'm not going to wait at 45 minutes or an hour for my dishwasher to finish the load to change it out and then put another load in. Like, I, I just like for whatever reason, I can't stand that. I'm like, okay, we're doing the dishes. We're doing all of them. Whatever fits in the dishwasher fits in the dishwasher. Whatever doesn't, we're going to do by hand and put it in the rack. And yep, you know, they're you're just going to get it done. Yeah. 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 You're just going to finish it. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah. those are important lessons too, especially, you know, when you're raising a kid is, you know, uh, getting them to understand that you have to do jobs to completion. Right. Uh, and I think that's probably also some barriers that happen with entrepreneurs too. They, they, they have so many different directions and stuff that they want to go in with their company. And, you know, then, at, then they don't know which one they need to go to, or they'll start two or three projects at the same time and never finish any of them. Um, and I bet you there's probably some ways that hypnosis can help people to, you know, um, for lack of a better term, put the blinders on and be able to focus on the specific tasks and also prioritize those uh, projects that they might be working on and going, wait a minute, this is way more important than this one. I need to put my energy into this. Uh, How does hypnosis help those entrepreneurs to kind of manage their different, uh, their different, I guess, patterns because entrepreneurs are always like, I got an idea. 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 And then, you know, they start chasing after all these ideas and, you know, it's sometimes hard to, you know, pull back center and focus on which one is most important. Right. And it's a very uh, common issue for a lot of entrepreneurs. I train hypnotists, I've trained over 170 hypnotists and help them start their own business. And this is a big part of the work that I do is not only train them to be hypnotists, but then how do you launch and start a practice? And how do you have a successful mm-hmm. practice? How do you actually do that? And one of the very common items that I see, and most of my students, 
I would say at least 60 to 70% are not entrepreneurial yet. Right. Now, they know that they're getting into the entrepreneurial field. So I'd say about 30% of my students in certification training course are entrepreneurs. So they know what it means to be an entrepreneur, but most of them don't. And so what I see, often see in entrepreneurs is they are watching the marketplace and they're witnessing what everybody else is doing. And for some reason, they think they have to do all of those things. And so the way that I uh, want people to think about is like, look, if you had 10 buckets and you and you have 100% of your marketing dollars, 100% of your you know, engaging content creation, like all the stuff that's going to go in to growing your practice. And if you took put 10% into each of those 10 buckets, you'd probably get minimal results on all of them because you're just putting a very slim amount of your time and energy into it. Yeah. And so what you might find is you get zero results. And what I want uh, my hypnotists to do is focus on one or two things put all of their time and energy on the things that we know work in the marketplace for hypnotists. And um, when they focus their efforts on that one, one or two things, now they start to work. Yeah. And so, yeah. So um, one of the things that I help entrepreneurs with is clarity, money blocks, and then there's past trauma too, because entrepreneurs are not without their own past trauma. So unfortunately there are a lot of entrepreneurs that are in their own business because they've had a tragedy. Like that's why they started their practice. That's why they wrote a book. That's why they became an entrepreneur. Yep. Um, and it'll get them to a really good place. It'll get them to a place where like, hey, I started my practice, I'm, I'm doing this. But then their own limiting beliefs and their own issues kind of come back into it. Um, and it will still keep them from being successful. So I'm still helping a lot of entrepreneurs lose weight, stop drinking and have better relationships with people because that impacts how they run their business. Yeah, no, that's a hundred percent. You know, that's like one of the things we were talking about on the on the last episode is you can't you can't run on you can't operate a business you can't you know take care of your family or you know any of those extracurricular things unless you take care of yourself because if you're not grounded and uh, able to you know be present in the moment for those you know whether it be family things or work related things um, you know it just doesn't work you you've got to take care of you in order to manage them you know. Uh, something I tell I tell my wife all the time you know like we have to take care of us in order to take care of her you know our daughter (laughs) I think yeah if you're not feeling well it's going to be really hard for you to be an awesome dad that day oh it is I've ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for tuning in we're talking with Erica Flint we're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back right after these messages become our friend on Facebook post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline visit facebook.com forward slash voice america You guys have to check out this new service that I'm playing around with called Issue. It is totally amazing. You live to create, but you don't live to worry over the last nitpicky details involved in putting final touches on contact. You got to do what you do best and let Issue handle the rest. If you're a creative, you know the drill. You're finally done editing. It's perfect. Now you just need format and reformat for every single platform. With Issue, make it once and it's ready to post everywhere. Seriously, Issue is the all-in-one platform to create and distribute beautiful digital publications from brochures to magazines and sales collateral. It's perfect for creators, marketers, designers, educators, publishers, salespeople, or just anyone that wants to make eye-catching content that can be distributed on multiple platforms. Issue makes it really simple. 
Just upload the PDFs and files and Issue transforms them using your vision and customizable templates to create the content you want. With Issue, you just create it one time and distribute it everywhere. Everything is optimized to post on your website, social platforms like Instagram and Facebook. They can even help you make animated Instagram stories. And the best part about it, it is free. F-R-E-E free. That's right, it's free to get started with Issue. So go to issue.info slash frequency to sign up for your free account. That's I-S-S-U-U dot info slash frequency to sign up and let them know that you heard about it from this show, Finding Your Frequency. Remember, that's dot info, not dot com, dot info. So go to I-S-S-U-U dot info slash frequency and get your free account today. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You're tuned into Finding Your Frequency with hosts Jeff Spinard and Ryan Treasure. Connect with the show. Call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You know, I had uh, funny, I got strep throat in the middle of this COVID thing. It was just kind of a funny thing because I went to the CVS Minute Clinic because all of the like places were closed. I couldn't go see my primary care doctor. It was only over Zoom, and I was going to have to wait two weeks to get an appointment, and I was just like, i got to find somewhere to go. I tried to call Urgent Care, and Urgent Care says to me, oh, sorry, we're only doing COVID-19 tests at this location. I've and I'm heard like, of this. And I'm like, yeah. oh, well, I'm glad you told me that because I didn't even want to go there then. <laughs> if that's mm-hmm. what you guys are doing. I know. It's more dangerous to go to the hospital than to stay home, right? Yeah, and I go to this minute clinic, you know, and I'm all sick and stuff, and the lady, like, thinks I have COVID or something like that because <laughs> I have a fever and I have a sore throat, you know, and, and my I, I knew that I had strep throat because I had had my wife shine a flashlight down my throat and look at it, so I kind of knew what it was, so I was like, no, 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 get your little scope out and take a look. Don't be afraid. I don't have the COVID, so uh, mm-hmm. it's just weird getting sick in the middle of that, too, and then, you know, uh, the point I'm trying to make, though, is when all of that happened, right, it was like this weird psychological thing that happened at work, right? I'm like, hey, guys, I got to take a couple of days off. I'm, I'm feeling ill. And it's like, do you have the COVID? Do you have this? Everybody's so, you know, freaked out about everything that's going on. And, you know, it was, it was really hard for me to ease them, to let them know that, hey, no, I just have strep throat. I'll be out for a couple of days till I'm not contagious. Then I'll be back at the office. And um, like it, it was almost like the COVID thing and having somebody get sick was like a limitation for them saying, oh, well, I don't know what to do if you're not going to be here. And you know, um, and, and as leadership, it's important for us to make sure that our people are trained in a manner where they can almost, you know, do their jobs autonomously. But you've you've got to you've got to help to coach them to get out of their own way sometimes. Yeah, that's a big problem. <laughs> yeah how do how do you do that with entrepreneurs to help them get out of their own way? Because you know we were talking about you know multitasking, and um, true multitasking is not possible. Right. It, you can you can do you can do one or two things maybe simultaneously, but one of those is not going to get the attention that the other one is going to get. You know, I, I hear people. Yeah, all the time, our focus oh, is still going to be on one thing, yeah. mostly. 
Um, I mean, you can multitask when you're doing physical things. Like you can brush your teeth and go to the bathroom at the same time. You can ride a bike and listen to a podcast at the same time. But these are all, so when we're talking about can you do more than one thing at a time, you can do one conscious thing at a time, really. Yeah. Everything else is going to be habitual, right? Yeah, no, that's 100%. And I find myself in certain circumstances, I don't know about you, I walk into my studio every day with at least 100 emails, you know, and everything that I read from success coaches and entrepreneurs is like, don't worry about the emails, um, you know, set aside specific amounts of time to go through your emails so you can have time where you're focused specifically on your projects. And in my head, I'm like, I don't think you guys get as many emails as I do. <laughs> well, and I think really it's about the quality of the email and if it's a real email that you need to address or not, mm -hmm. because, you know, spam is one thing and, you know, that type of thing. Um, if there are actual legitimate emails where they are uh, waiting on your reply for an answer, then yeah, I mean, um, that's can be a lot of work. And I do agree with that mindset where you're only going to check your email a couple of times a day. Um, but I do think we need to consider new ways of living in the world. So a couple of the areas for entrepreneurs that hypnosis is specifically good at is clarity. A lot of entrepreneurs have so many ideas, but they're not quite sure which one will be um, marketable and they aren't sure mm -hmm. which one will give them a good return on investment. And a lot of times the things, um, the entrepreneurs that I work with, they're fantastic and they're amazing humans and they're just missing a couple things that take their business from where they're at to where they want to go. So for example, I had a client who uh, doubled her business in the first month that we started working together because she didn't realize she had hangups on money and how much she can and should be charging for her services. Once she increased her rates, her clients even got better rates. And so there was a money issue with her. Uh, the idea was, you know, for in her mind, like making too much money meant that you were wealthy. And if you were wealthy, then that meant that you were part of this group of people that isn't doing good things in the world basically so once we fixed that for her um then she was able to do that and um switched that piece in her mind so then she was able to do her job more seamlessly and started making more money and clients getting better results right but the other thing that comes up for entrepreneurs quite a bit is stress and procrastination so procrastination is a big problem with entrepreneurs and part of that is a lack of clarity um we really, even with hypnosis, you can't actually see, um, you know, the winning lottery ticket from tomorrow or something like that. So the only thing that we could ever do is plan as best we can for our future. Um, but that can be, can scare some entrepreneurs, right? And be really scary. Am I going to meet my sales goals next month and that type of a thing? And so with hypnosis, we get to go in and again, we get to remove all of that bad data, all of those limiting beliefs. And now people are lean, you know, emotionally and mentally, they're lean, they're on fire, they're inspired, they're motivated. They yeah. got rid of all of their stuff in the past. And now they're taking their businesses to the next level. Yeah, no, that's very well said. And, you know, uh, if anybody's out there listening to the show, uh, how would they get a hold of you to find out more information on, you know, your your products and services and how how you can help them overcome some of their limiting limiting uh, brain behavior? 
Yeah. So if you want to train, so to become a hypnotist or to learn as an entrepreneur how hypnosis can help you grow your business, you'd go to CascadeHypnosisTraining.com would be the best place to go. But I do have a hypnosis recording that we can give to all of your listeners if you'd like, Ryan. Uh, Uh, That's at CascadeHypnosisCenter.com slash breathe. So that's a, it's an awesome tool. Um, I use it in the afternoon. It's a 17 minute recording. You know how like you go into the office and you feel a lot of energy and you get a lot of work done. But then in the afternoon, (laughs) you know, the day is starting to end and you're like starting to feel a little tired. Yeah, I call it the case of the two o'clocks. There you go. So at two o'clock, I want you to listen to this recording because other people, the case of the two o'clocks, right? They're in the break room eating donuts and that becomes a problem for them too. So this recording is designed as a recharger. So it's kind of like you're going to plug your phone in at some point during the day and recharge it. So listen to this recording. And the idea is it gives your heart and your mind and your brain and your body homeostasis, like nothing does nothing for 17 minutes you're refreshed you're rebooted and you'll have more pro more and clearer productivity the rest of the day if that's what you want productivity is what you're going for but your mind will be clearer and you'll get more done and so because like if if you have that case of the two pms and you get no work done Mm -hmm. why should you even be there you might as well go home yeah that's a good point that's why (sighs) and and this is just something i know about me because I, I try to know myself as best as possible, which is one of the reasons why I do martial arts and stuff. It's very, you know, look internally at oneself. Um, have you ever, have you ever tried to hypnotize somebody and didn't work? Um, you know, I mean, try to hypnotize somebody and it doesn't work. Yeah. Like you have an no, entrepreneur I mean, who somebody, like needs if help. They want to be, then if somebody that, wants to be hypnotized. They can do it. If yeah. somebody doesn't want to be hypnotized, they can block it. There's no sneaky backward or backdoor way into somebody's brain. That's a lie. Um, hypnotists don't have any control over you. There's no mind control. And so as long as a client wants to be hypnotized and you have good training as a hypnotist, they will be able to hypnotize that client. Yeah. The reason I asked that is we had a, a radio show host many years ago who was a hypnos, hypnos, hyp, hypnotherapist. Blah, blah, blah. I, I fumbled that one up good. Hope you guys are laughing. Uh, so they're a hypnotherapist and they came to our studio. They were doing their radio show and, and he's like, oh, let me I'll let me hypnotize you and we'll see if there's any limitations and, and stuff. And like in my head, I'm like, this guy's not going to hypnotize me. And I stood there and he did this whole spiel and counting and, you know, the things that you do to get you into that hypnotic area. And he's like, OK, you're hypnotized. I'm like, no, no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 so that's why I asked that question because I guess I just I was not prepared to allow someone to hypnotize me so that like I just said to myself there's no way he's going to hypnotize me and he he couldn't exactly and isn't that a beautiful thing yeah I love so, I love that I can have my own control over my own brain <laughs> you do and then like let's just say that I came down to see you in person and you were like hey. I know this hypnotist, this hypnotist, like I've checked her out. I've seen her online. I read one of her books. I listened to her recording. She's the real deal. Mm-hmm. She's honest. She like, she really wants to help me. I'm, and I have this problem. So I'm going to let her hypnotize me. It would be a different story because yeah. you would allow it. Yeah. yeah. Erica Flint. Thank you so much for being on the radio show today. We appreciate it. Um, drop those websites again and any social media stuff so people can follow you cascade hypnosis training.com 
And to get my free hypnosis recording, go to cascadehypnosiscenter.com forward slash breathe, or just friend me on social media and I'll send it to you. And I want to wish everybody that's listening today a happy 4th of July, Independence Day. Woo-woo! That's why we all live in America, because we're free. So this weekend, while you guys are listening to Finding Your Frequency, make sure you go exercise those freedoms and have a great one. We appreciate you guys listening. And if you're listening on any of your favorite podcast devices or podcast applications, make sure you rate us five stars, not four. What? Come on. Me and Erica, we deserve five stars. I want to thank you guys for tuning in. Come back next week right here on Finding Your Frequency for some fantastic other content. Uh, we'll be bringing it to you right here on the Voice America Talk Radio Network.